News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, as we've been hearing all morning, Gardaí have confirmed a substantial quantity of drugs have been found on the mothership, a large cargo container that was detained in a dramatic military operation off the coast yesterday. And Michal Martin Tonishta and Minister for Foreign Affairs and Defence joins us now. Good morning to you, Tonishta. Good morning. Can I ask you, first of all, as Minister for Defence, when were you first made aware of what was going on? Um, Monday morning at about um, eight o'clock uh, around that time the Chief of Staff um, Sean Clancy would have contacted me to say that there was an operation underway um, and that um, you know rules in relation to it could break at any stage uh, following that but um, and that was the first and then he would have um, given me regular updates until yesterday morning when he sought authority um, from me and uh, to to um, deploy the strategic asset we have in the Army Rangers to uh, board the vessel, the mothership vessel, um, with a view to preventing it from going into international waters. Um, and, and so, obviously, in line with the recommendation from the Chief of Staff, um, I would have given that authorization. I think it's important to say that this was part of a pan-European collective intelligence operation uh, and it underlines the importance of cooperation uh, on an ongoing basis, both internationally and indeed domestically, because domestically what you're witnessing here, both within the military, the, the Joint Defence Forces, uh, the Air Corps, the Naval Services and the Army Rangers, uh, all working uh, seamlessly together. And then beyond that, of course, the Garda Shikana, uh, the Customs Service, um, coordinating with our defence forces. And that is the optimal way to deal with drug trafficking, to deal with counter-terrorism uh, and to deal with other challenges that the state faces. And uh, okay. if anything, the, the real lesson to learn from this is the absolute importance of that cooperation, that that, that uh, multi-agency approach to dealing with issues and challenges that, 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 that wreak such havoc on our society as, 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 as drugs do. Absolutely, but it's only a month since you yourself have said that you're extremely worried about the fact that we were down operationally to two naval vessels um, because of manpower issues in our Navy. We can clearly see how important they were in this operation yesterday. What is going to happen with our armed forces if if they are so important to our security, even in terms of fighting crimes and fighting drug cartels? um, Where do we go from here? Well, we're investing very significantly in equipment and infrastructure within our army. Uh, I mean, Key assets yesterday would have been the PC-12, um, the CASAs, uh, the aircraft also, which has uh, very modern uh, photographic um, capacity now. Um, we took uh, we, we, we took a C-295, purchased that recently. There's a further one coming. Um, so we're significantly increasing and improving and modernizing our equipment, uh, our ships, uh, and indeed our, our aircraft. And in terms of maritime surveillance, uh, aircraft are key um, and in terms of, of, of the equipment is, is absolutely key and there's a programme of investment that's earmarked that will continue and with that, that is unprecedented uh, in terms of investment in both infrastructure and equipment and that will continue in line with advices from, from our military leadership and working with the Department of, of Defence and working with, with, with government as a whole. We have. But if we don't have enough personnel to sail these ships and we have... Uh, Thousand, thousand, sorry, hundreds of, of kilometres of, of coastline to patrol. Surely we are vulnerable to being exploited by, by, by those trying to smuggle drugs in, in, into the jurisdiction. Yeah, but, but I think yesterday was a very successful operation. So let's not ignore it. You know, there's a tendency when we do have a successful operation like this that we almost immediately must turn to 
negative, sort of make it a negative story. Uh, I accept the challenges. We're very well aware of the recruitment challenges and the retention challenges within our defence forces. But yesterday we spoke very well in terms of the aircraft, the, the air surveillance that we had in place, the, the quality of, of the newer aircraft that we've purchased, um, the, 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 extra, the bravery and the training of our personnel uh, that we have. Um, and we have improved um, rates of pay and conditions in terms of new recruits into the Army, into the Navy and into the Air Corps. Uh, we're, uh, we only recently we brought in um, private secondary care for all enlisted personnel within our Defence Forces, which is a very significant step forward. Uh, that has been introduced um, on, on top of improvements uh, in terms of allowances and so on. We're currently looking at further measures. One of the challenges we have with the Navy is we're in full employment. Uh, the Navy is located in Ringoskiddy. There are, there are huge challenges where you, you will meet highly trained personnel are being uh, incentivized uh, out by bigger companies with significant uh, resources to, to, to poach our personnel. That, that is a reality uh, that we are grappling with right now. Um, but we're flat out in terms of newer recruitment approaches. Uh, and I've asked for a radical uh, look in terms of how we um, recruit more and more younger people uh, into, into our defence forces um, for a career that can be very rewarding uh, and that can be a, a one of high quality uh, and we're, trans, we're bringing in the working time directive uh, as well. So there's a lot going on but in addition to that I think we have to acknowledge uh, the very high standards and professionalism of our defence forces which was on display yesterday and over the last number of days at all levels from the Air Corps I mean the working of that helicopter yesterday the precision uh, work by the pilots in very, very difficult conditions uh, in the context of people who wanted to evade capture. Um, and uh, that was very difficult manoeuvring from, from, from the, by, by our pilots. Um, and also then in the context of the army rangers themselves going on board the ship. So I, I, I commend their bravery. We thank them for their commitment and for their work. Uh, we will work at governmental level to continue uh, to invest in equipment, to invest in infrastructure and to invest in personnel within things are, our defence forces. Those things are important, Tonister, but can I ask you just one question before we move on? Um, with regard to what, what happened off the coast of Wexford and the coast of, uh, of Cork in the last two days, the, the Wexford trawler ran aground and, and the Cork container vessel had, had put out uh, emergency calls saying that there was somebody injured and saying that their engines then ha- had had ceased. If they hadn't gotten into difficulty, would we still have, have had these these seizures? Yes. So it, was, it wasn't down to, to accidental no, kind was, of... Uh, this was, a, as I said earlier, uh, a pan-European collective security endeavour um, okay. where this the, the mothership in particular would have been under surveillance um, for quite some time. Um, and we work with, with, with colleagues across the world, across Europe in particular, um, in the Maritime Analysis and Operations Centre. Um, and um, it's a collective exercise and it's, a, it's about intelligence and uh, that is the key globally. No country is an island on its own in respect of security okay. or intelligence cooperation. So it's very, very important. And I'm a very strong advocate for stronger and stronger European cooperation on counter-terrorism, on counter-drug trafficking uh, and in terms of interoperability um, and, and sharing okay. intelligence. That's absolutely key across the board. And you had, and that was in, in evidence in abundance in respect of this particular operation, which was underway for quite some time. 
Okay. Moving on to something entirely different. We spoke to Colin Parry on the programme this morning, father of Tim Parry, who was killed in the Warrington bomb. We spoke to him about the controversy that has erupted over the singing of the song Zombie by the Cranberries after the, the, the match on Saturday in the Rugby World Cup. Um, do you have a view on, on, on the singing of Zombie, Tawanishta? Do you think that it is partitionist? Do you think that this is people overthinking? Do you think this is something that is a storm in a teacup? Or, or, or what's your position? How do you mean this partitionist? Well, we had Ty Kiki, who's a comedian on yesterday, who said that he feels that that the, the, the lyrics of the song Zombie, uh, In Your Head, In Your Head, and things like It's Not Me, It's Not My Family, is a partitionist view coming from the, the, the 26 counties looking at the north. Uh, that, that's absurd. Uh, I think that's a shocking um, interpretation of the song. Um, and um, I, I, I mean, the killing of any child is a reprehensible act. Bombs that were put in the middle of streets, um, which resulted in the, in, in the death of children, is reprehensible. Uh, and, and a song that reflects that and a song that sort of captures in the moment the horror of a young songwriter who isn't looking at it uh, from, a, from any sort of political context other than the inhumanity of the act. Uh, that's a song of the time. Uh, and it's a song that deserves to be sung. Um, and um, I, I just do not understand why anybody would try to undermine the lyrics of that song. Um, and, you know, I've read a lot about the subject, when I said the subject about what happened over the 30 years of violence in, in Northern Ireland. Um, and um, the Say Nothing book by Patrick Radden O'Keefe, just read that and talk, read about Brendan Hughes, a, a bomber at the time and a member of the provisional area saying, oh, we never meant to kill anybody in, during Bloody Friday. When you put bombs in streets, um, you kill people. Um, uh, and um, no point in blaming police afterwards about warnings and all the rest of it. You plant a bomb in the street, you're bombing children, you're bombing innocent civilians, and there were too many innocent civilians and too many children unnecessarily and immorally murdered and killed as a result of those bombs. It's not partitionist to say that. Um, and we should salute the, the, the artistry of, of, of a great songwriter um, rather than attack the singing of a song. Okay. Thanos to Hall Martin. Thank you very much for speaking to News Talk. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.